wanna get high, man. Let's stimulate your mind. Get up, Chucky! What have we got here? Fucking comedian. <laughs> Rojan Kim. Hello, and welcome to the Rojan Kim cast. It's me, Rojan Kim. Thank you for joining me on this wonderful, I don't know what day it is for you. Uh, For me, it's Thursday, but it's a wonderful Thursday for me. Episode 265. Thank you for being there. Thank you for listening. Thank you for coming aboard the R-Train Please be sure to subscribe, like, review, and all that stuff. Uh, I'm a horrible marketer. Um, I'm sure, you know, among the 10 of you who are listening, I'm pretty sure there's at least 10 of you, according to my metrics, of you guys. Um, one of you is my aunt. So thank you very much for to my listeners who've been there uh, since the beginning, who is basically my aunt, who's been there since episode one. But here we are at episode 265. Um, anyways, how are you guys doing? You guys doing okay? How are things, huh? Things are going great, right? Two weeks to flatten the curve. Still here. Still, it's the longest two weeks ever. Longest two weeks I've ever had in my entire life. Is it over yet? Is it over? No, not where I'm at. I mean, for some people it is. For, for some people, it's been over the whole time. It never even started. Switzerland? No. Sweden? Yes. Sweden. That's who they are. Swiss. Wait, Swiss, right? Switzerland is the Swiss. Yeah, okay. Look, I'm American. That's how you know I'm American. I don't know anything about any other country. Anyways, the Swedish, they've been fine the whole time. They've, they, they're like, you know what? We're not going to do all the crazy masks and lockdowns. We're just going to let it run through. And then everybody's like, they're all going to die. You're all going to die in Sweden. And then nobody died in Sweden. And they're no different or perhaps even better than their neighbors. That's interesting. That's interesting. You know, America's the same. You got your Florida, your Texas, right? And then you got your California. And who's doing better? Interesting. Are these things Working well, California is dropping its mask mandate at least for the vaccinated. I don't know, they're just these people do not deserve their jobs, they're not uh experts. Like, they say they're experts and they're like, follow the experts, and everybody listen to the experts, but they're actually retarded. And so, to listen to the original directive that is to listen to them to follow that directive would also be retarded. and Do I mean it like in the sense of a derogatory term for a retarded person? Yes. Okay. In this context, that's what I'm saying. It's not literal. I'm saying it would be retarded or stupid, but I don't mean stupid. That's cruel. You don't want to, I'm not calling them stupid. Oh, they can't help it. Anyways. um, uh, God. Listen. The whole time it was like, follow the science. You know, people have been nagging me to follow the science. I have had people, my own family members, discriminating against me, you know, because of my uh, extremist position of not believing that a mask of any kind could stop a nanoparticle, a viral particle, okay, Tiny, very tiny that it would do anything against an airborne virus. But anyway, um, whatever. 
I'm not like some genius. I'm not the only one who thought this right. I couldn't can't be the only person who is like, it doesn't make any sense. All right, I'm sure you've heard all this before. You know, sure. And then when the vaccines came out, you know, being skeptical, and then when the mandates came out, I was like, ah, I can't even I can't I haven't really even I'm just like not going to comedy clubs anymore because pretty much, I guess, boycotting them. I mean, it's kind of stupid because it's like, who really cares? Like, I'm taking a stand for freedom or whatever. But I, it's just more the idea that I would feel very disgusted with myself. It's the disgusting feeling. It's weird. I don't know. Some people don't have it and it's fine. And if you don't care, I'm not even, you know. I'm not talking shit on my friends who go. Fucking go, dude. It's good for good for you. I am sickened to be there. I feel sick. Sick to my stomach. And then if I go up there, if I get called up to go up to the club, you know, if I get a spot and I a mic at a club, then I go up there, it would be hard for not for me not to just be like, I'm disgusted with all of everything going on here. This is a place of comedy. Comedy is protected by free speech. Went all the way up to the Supreme Court, George Carlin. Seven words you can't say on television. All the way to the Supreme Court. It was ruled. Comedy is protected. Free speech. It's a place of freedom. It's a place of free expression. And to institute a medical passport, an internal passport, like the Nazis and the commies used to, like an authoritarian uh, passport system that only really benefits the state and pharmaceutical companies that will, of course, be the step to a biometric passport that will then be tied to some kind of social credit score, which is what the central digital bank currencies are going to tie into so that at any time, if they don't like what you do, they can cut you off. They can sanction you. You can be cut off from all finances. And you don't see the line. You know, that's the line. That's the lie. They want to be like China. You don't see any of this. Nobody sees this in a comedy club, at a comedy place of comedy where you're supposed to mock authority. Anybody? Huh? We're going to follow the rules of the Nazis, the Nazi comedy club. Like you think in the Nazi comedy club, you could make fun of Nazis. You could make fun of Nazis. You could make fun of Jews. That's all you could do. That's the only thing. Just all you have in a Nazi comedy club is Jew jokes all day long. Jew jokes. And nobody's tired of this. No, you can't. You can't appear to be tired because then you're going against the grain. You know, you're going against the party. You're not, you're going against the line. You're going to go against the line. You're going to go against the line, suggest that maybe we should be mocking ourselves. Maybe we should be mocking totalitarian authority. And it's fucking bullshit means of trying to control people through fear and they deserve to be roundly mocked particularly because they're completely inept completely inept and completely uh unhinged i mean there's no sense that these are competent people we should follow the leadership it's almost like people are going through some kind of rote motion of following people deemed authority figures, but you could just switch these figures out, you know, cause they're so ingrained to like behave in a hierarchical fashion. Oh, that person's the boss or that person has that, that person, you know, the, I see it in people all the time. It's, it's this obsession with hierarchy. I see it in fucking Twitter spaces, which is so retarded Twitter spaces, which is basically an open, conference call right and sure you want to be nice and have some formality and you want to yeah, whatever but there are people who literally take seriously the title of host and co-host it takes nothing to open a space all you have to do is open a space is open a space 
but there's this weird glorification of these positions, these titles. Oh, you're the host, and you're dead, and you have more followers, and you're famous, and that. And of course, I of course I understand the irony of somebody speaking into an ether on a podcast that I hope people will like, subscribe, and review, and share, share with your friends, like, you know. I understand that as a, uh, a so-called comedian who goes on stage to go, look at me, everyone, look at me, 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 my parents didn't love me, you know? I get it. I get it, okay? And so I'm not without sin here. I'm not judging um, people. People got to do what they got to do. I'm just talking about institutions, man. Like, the comedy club used to be an institution, used to be a place that fostered new comedians. It used to be a place you could go to see live comedy, IRL comedy, real shit, free speech in action, and then laugh, guffaw, even if you don't agree. All right. Okay, okay. Uh, all right, I'm I'm preaching to the choir. I don't know if anybody, I'm sure maybe one or two of you disagree and go like, but what about grandma? Fucking fuck grandma. All right, fuck, fuck. Fuck grandma. Is that hate speech? Fuck your grandma. Fuck, I don't care. Fuck about, my grandma just died. What? <laughs> okay, maybe I killed her because I didn't wear a mask. Okay, who cares? Who gives a fuck? Um, no, I mean, let's listen. I'm not saying to be a hateful person. I'm not saying that you got to be a piece of shit. I'm just saying that, you know, I'm saying just saying hate speech is a psyop, okay? There's no such thing. Honestly, there's no such thing. I'm, that's, I'm drawing the line. That's it. I'm done. I've had these arguments. I had some arg- I argued with Lamar Wilson. Big Mar, Lamar. He'll probably pop into this podcast because I summoned him. Hey, what you talking about? All right. Um, Lamar... <sighs> This whole thing about, like, he's accusing, um, you know, these Bitcoiner, I mean, these, like, Bitcoiner spaces, and there's a lot of free speech, okay? Okay? There's a lot of free speech. So, you know, people say things, they get wild, say things that if you were just listening, if you weren't uh, sure of the context, and if you were just, uh, even if you came in looking for something to condemn, if you came in with a worldview that told you that the operating principle for everything is racism, and so your job as a moral person was to root it out, take a stand, call it out, you know? If that's, you truly believe that's your worldview, I can understand you come into one of these spaces, you might hear some things, an N-word, an F-word, a T-word, you know what I'm saying? NFTs, you know? Uh, you might hear something, and you might feel bad or sad or mad or something. You might feel something. The words, they hurt you. Or, you, or you're even better. You're worried about somebody else that these words could hurt. Who could these, the words hurt people, not me, but other people. And I'm trying to help them. I'm trying to save these poor, weak-minded fools who get hurt by words. You know, like I have to save them, they say. And they're coming in on a crusade. Coming, I honestly think that's some kind of um, it's a scam. Is it an affinity scam? It's kind of an affinity scam because affinity scams are like uh, the association of a group, right? So I guess the group is like weak bitches. I don't know, weak people. It's really yeah. It's kind of like we. All right, weak sounds judgmental. <laughs> weak sounds judgmental. So I'm sure some of them are very strong uh, and very brave, stunning and brave. The uh, l- listen, I'm just saying. I am uh, 
Korean, or I look Korean. You know, I have Korean parents. I grew up here, though. I don't know that much about Korea, actually. Not because I hate Korea, but mostly because of neglect. I did, they were never around. They were always working or divorced, uh, whatever. You know, they were gone. <laughs> they were gone most of my life, really. My childhood was spent with television and, and, and white and black strangers. Uh, <laughs> Uh, had a lot of TV and is just a multicultural uh, dodging of pedophiles. Uh, a lot of multicultural pedophiles I dodged. A lot of um, I grew up in LA. I, I started to take the bus when I was like fucking eight. You know, a, lot, a lot of people try to show me their dicks. Uh, I mean, I guys did show me their dicks. I was flashed numerous times walking around in LA as a little kid. Uh, from a motorcycle, from a car, in person. I mean, I'm telling you, it was, it was wild. It was wild. Um, guys trying to get me to go in their car, waving me over. You know, a lot of like, but maybe I was indoctrinated by that stranger danger thing. I don't know. I mean, who knows? I was an innocent child wandering around the streets of Los Angeles, dodging pedophiles. You know. So, um, so look, I get it. I mean, I mean. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm not. Uh, I, I had some struggles in my life. I have a lot of people I could blame. You know, I could, I got, I could blame the uh, adults in my life for leaving. I mean, a lot of my life I did when I was younger. You know, I did blame them. But at some point, I took responsibility. You got to take responsibility. You know, you grow up, you got to take responsibility. So I took responsibility for the fact that I was a shitty baby. Right. That explains why. You know, they weren't around. So I don't blame them. You got to take responsibility for that stuff. And be like, all right. You got to fucking, you know, you got to fucking, I read about Bitcoin. I started fucking started reading about hard money, sound money, reading about Bitcoin. Uh, you know, a lot of things opened up. A lot of things opened up my eyes. <laughs> I, uh, you know, I started, I started doing Brazilian jujitsu. Well, I started 10 years ago doing Brazilian jujitsu and stand-up comedy. A lot of things opened up to me. A lot of things opened up, you know. Uh, before that, I, I started smoking marijuana daily, almost every day, almost all day and every day. And a lot, a lot of things opened up, you know, just a lot of truths, a lot of you smoke weed a lot, like for a long time and like forever, you really start seeing things, you know, that like advertising is just doesn't work on me anymore. You know, I don't know. I'm not susceptible to advertising. I am susceptible to, I'm still susceptible to emotions. I get emotional. You know, don't get me wrong. I have like three Bitcoin nodes, you know, I just get into stuff. That's me, you know, and so, but I also worked in advertising, so I, I know how the sausage is made, you know what I'm saying, you know, like, it's, it's all, it's all fucking lies, it's all, they're just trying to, they don't care about you, they just want to get your money, that's it, that's all, that's, uh, that's all, so they'll do anything, they'll do, they'll tell you anything, they will literally tell you, they had to make laws to stop advertising companies to lie from lying, they just straight up lie, be like, yeah, it will totally do this, and then the, government had to be like uh you can't you can't say that you can't you can't like what okay fine i can't say that fine i can't say that it will cure your cancer okay fine whatever fine it's just it's snickers snick fine it's just regular snickers not cancer curing snicker we had a whole campaign going for a new line of cancer curing snickers but the government the state man government man trying to get in the way of curing cancer man they want to keep you sick man because it helps big pharma man Helps big pharma, man. Big pharma doesn't want to cure your cancer. They want to keep you having cancer, so they don't want you eating these cancer-curing Snickers, right? Um, so, you know, it's half true. That's all marketing is, half-truths, half-lies, half-truths. 
half lies. It's just like makeup. It is. Marketing is makeup. Marketing is, uh, you know, it's like it relies on half truth. Something, there has to be a foundation, you know, but then, you know, the rest of it is uh, trickery. It's trickery and lies, glamour, right? It's a little, little, little trickery, a little trick of the light shadows, using light shadow, you know, basically using your own senses against you to trick you. Um, that's, that's marketing. It's all in good fun, right? All's fair, right? Like in love and war. And I don't know what taking your money, taking your money, it's both of them. Love and war, take your money, you know? So all's fair. So there you go. But, uh, yeah. Comedy. Last bastion of free speech. Bitcoin. Last bastion of free speech. Bitcoin is free speech. That's why I got into it with this dude. Lamar about fucking him going around accusing people of being racist uh, through guilt by associations. Like, why are you hanging out in those spaces if uh, you're racist? And he kept rhyming, too, and I didn't say anything because I thought they would say I was racist for pointing out that he kept rhyming and speaking in iambic pentameter. But anyways, um, I was just like, hey, listen, um, you are accusing people of being racist by association right? Guilt by association. However, um, this all came about, by the way, because there were, uh, Lamar Wilson has been associated with a number of scams and scammers, well-known charlatans and frauds in the cryptocurrency ecosystem space, as they call it. And, uh, his response was to hurl accusations of racism. Uh, and so then I just, you know, just had to point out to him on one of these things uh, spaces that um it's kind of hypocritical to uh accuse people of being racist by association and yet at the same time claim that other people are using guilt by association on him and that he should be free of that right it's like he's using the very thing he's saying is an unjust thing when people accuse him of being a scammer by association (laughs) Anyways, uh, this whole thing is, you know, it's fucking stupid. It's uh, he sent, he has minions. He sent a guy in to just to record everybody to try to catch someone saying <laughs> saying slurs or something. I mean, he got a couple. He caught a couple. But the context, of course, he's going to use them out of context, just like you know, with that Joe Rogan clip. Just like with a Joe Rogan clip that some poor intern had to fucking spend hours and hours listening to just like trying to find just catch one n word. Hours of elk hunting, hours of kettlebell talk, hours of fucking, uh, you know, what, uh, alpha brain, talking about alpha brain, you know, how long, I've listened to 30 hours of alpha brain talk, but, and I've caught, he said vinegar once, can we, can I please use that, can I please use that, the the boss, asking the bosses, asking the bosses at, uh, I don't know, BlackRock or Pfizer, whoever's, Whoever, whoever has the dough to, ma- to pay this poor intern to listen to thousands of hours, Joe Rogan. I mean, it can't be just one guy. I mean, there's not enough. To, you have to get, like, ten people to listen to thousands of hours. I mean, because Joe Rogan's already on, I don't know, how many thousand episodes, and then multiply that by three, four, whatever. Like, that's, whew, that's, that's, a, lot of, that's a lot of labor. That's a lot of manpower. Man hours just go. And the best they could do is, like, you know, a minute. I mean, you know, that's the best. And none of it was, all of it was just the word out of context. Couldn't get one solid one of like, that guy's a total, you know, that guy's, that, I, just, I can't, I won't. You want to catch me, say the N word, follow me on spaces, follow me on Twitter. 
<laughs> I won't do it. Uh, even though, like, really, who's gonna listen to what dumb asshole's gonna listen to all of my fucking podcasts, hoping to catch me say it? Say it. well, there's already, you know, there's an algorithm or an algorithm. Okay, now, <laughs> you know, there's an algorithm. You don't need people anymore. You know, there's an. I think they had that tape on Rogan for years. And they found this was it. They find they used it. This was their trump card. This is their yeah, Yahtzee. Yeah, whatever, whatever. It's all stupid. It's all a fucking psyop. Hate speech is a psyop. There's only free speech or police speech. You don't like what someone's saying. Go away or say something back or what. It's words. Words are not action. See, the whole the whole point of guaranteeing free speech is so that you can use the words to resolve things and not escalate to action. And then you create a distinction between speech and action, right? So Because that's the line. You're like, oh, what's the line? What if your feelings get hurt? No, that's not the line. The line isn't your feelings. The line isn't your feelings. The line is the action. Because if you use the feelings, then you could say something to someone, they could get upset and then hurt you cross the line into action and they justify it by saying no you cross the line first by hurting my feelings and we cannot run a society like that because feelings are fickle you have you feel one way or the other. who gets to determine whose feelings are more valid than the other and who doesn't change their mind at time you know who doesn't change their fucking mind who doesn't all right just okay that's why I just, you know, and here, Bitcoin is backed by free speech. Bitcoin is code. And code is proven in the Supreme Court, right? I think it was that case. God damn it. What's it called? It was about PGP, uh, pretty good privacy. It's like they printed the whole code out in books, right? And they're like, here is the code of the thing. And the court ruled that it's free speech. If you could print it in a book, there are words on a page, it's free speech. It's protected by the First Amendment. So Bitcoin is code. Right? Bitcoin is free speech. The essence of Bitcoin is freedom, is decentralization, is getting away from centralized authority. It's uh, getting away from censorship. It's getting away from, you know, like being sanctioned and stuff like that. From a, uh, you know, the thing that we're all heading toward with the CBDCs and all that. It's, it's freedom money. You get it? It's freedom money. And part of money is speech, action. Okay? So it's antithetical to the whole thing antithetical to the whole thing to say that there is any kind of hate speech, antithetical to Bitcoin, antithetical to America, you know, to say that speech should be policed, that you have to distinguish different types of speech, kind of like distinguishing between vaccinated and unvaccinated people, like my uncle does. I haven't even been to his, I haven't been to uh, my aunt's house in years, and uh, or at least inside, couple years and you know and she's my number one listener i told you that i just you know it's awful can't even all right anyways um so yeah that's why i think the whole thing is a psyop hate speech the idea of it i think it's divisive it's divisive and confusing it blurs the distinction between speech and action and i feel like that's there's something purposeful about that after you know if you listen to james Lindsay, if you listen to these people who are critical of the critical race theorist, you know, critical of critical theory, critical, critical, critical of critical theory. 
Um, you'll see that, you know, they, they've done a lot of research into the philosophical underpinnings of a lot of this stuff, a lot of the queer studies, the third wave feminism, a lot of the critical race theory, you know, a lot of it is to blur traditional lines, traditional constructs, traditional, you know, like things like time and math are considered white supremacist, right? Things like logic and reason, things like being, you know, doing good at your job, being good at your job, excelling above others, all considered traits of white supremacy, according to critical theory. So you can see the whole purpose there is to divide people and confuse them. Because people inherently are good, so they just want to be good and do the good thing. But if you confuse them as to what the good thing is, you could get them to do really bad things. That's the thing about religion, right? Religion gets good people to do bad things. And now the new religion is this um, weird neo-Marxist sort of uh, thing we got going on where people want to um, stop things like competition, like capitalism. Institute a form of communism. Hey, it was happening in the comedy scene when I started out in New York and, of course, here in L.A. It's, it's where anybody who is naturally gifted, you know, like, it's kind of funny, you, like, uh, is not necessarily celebrated and um, whatever, you know, like, and I'm talking about peers, you know, by peers, like, the peers tend to make it, so, you know, kind of like create a mediocre line you know they're kind of like the it's like a whack-a-mole where the the nail you know that sticks out gets the hammer right and then that way you keep everything this it's like a com it's communism it's a form of communism right it's it's like making lowering the bar of what's funny and then everybody kind of agrees what's you know it's it's like what improv is like too it's kind of this group think mentality and then you know but I think that's probably common. And also, I'm not trying to be like, that's why I'm not getting booked, man, because of my genius. They don't understand my genius, and they don't understand. No, I mean, I'm not. Have I said that to the mirror yesterday? Yes, but that's not what I'm saying now. What I'm saying now is just that, you know, that's just natural in any situation, any field. any It's like high school, right? You got a group, any kind of group dynamic, You've got these, um, some excel, some excel socially, some excel at the task at hand, some uh, don't excel. Some try to sabotage others. Some, a lot of clicks get formed. There's sort of the, uh, whatchamacallit, a normal curve, bell curve, right, of everything. You got your left side retards, your right side geniuses, and you got everybody in the middle, that, those midwits in the middle. Everybody's trying to figure out who's who, right? And that's just, that's just how it is, right? But nowadays, I feel like culturally in the, let's call it, liberal centers, or liberal cultural centers, the cultural elite, cultural elite centers, right? Um, yeah, it's like, um, it's an aversion to mockery. Like comedy, it's, okay, how to explain this or what I think it is. I, f I find that the mainstream comedy now is a comedy of mockery, but it's not... It's not a kind of mockery. It's not self-deprecating. It's a self-derision. It's a derision. It's a derision of the other. Uh, self. Um, there's some self-deprecation, but at the expense of others. You know, like the example I always use is when over the um, the election, there's this whole thing about Rudy Giuliani holding a press conference at the Four Seasons, and then it turned out to be like Four Seasons landscaping or whatever, and the 
the, you know, the Democrats, the people on the left, whatever, they had a field day. They were like, ha ha, landscape, ha 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 ha, you, you know, and I get it. Yeah, it's funny, you know, because you think it's Four Seasons Hotel and it's fancy and it turns out to, especially maybe if he thought it was or whatever. Yeah, it's like, but really, what is this? It's it's working class disdain, right? It's looking down at landscape, you know, you gardener, oh, you dirty gardener, you should be at a five star hotel. Now that would be acceptable. You know, it's just fucking snooty, snooty. The comedy of uh, snooty people, people looking down, the, the ones who are truly punching down, right? They're tr- these are the people who say, don't punch down, and then that's their comedy. Their comedy is, to, they're like hoping people, um, right? There's some uh, Jimmy Fallon was like uh, talking about an unvaccinated person in the ICU, and he's like, too bad, Wheezy, you know? And everybody was like, yeah, die, Wheezy. <laughs> like, you know, they're just bloodthirstily celebrating the death of somebody. Uh, because of their vaccination status jokes on them uh, most of the people are vaccinated getting in there so now but no jokes about that plenty of jokes on where i hang out about that i mean that's the thing mockery mockery is a form of taking down authority right mockery is a form of actually punching up mockery is a form of going against dominant convention social norms things that could really get you in trouble get you canceled nowadays you're bad. You get a but these people are so important sounding. You know this this guy John Logan. He came into the spaces and he's like, "Are you guys doing good here? Making good content? Making racial slurs? Are you guys doing good?" This was a, this was a black guy. God damn it! Uh, not, <laughs> not like a black guy can't be a total queer. But um, I'm just saying, come on, man. People are just having fun. People are just having fun. Is this good content? Are you It's the fucking spaces where people are shooting the shit. I'm just having some laughs. Is this good content? Is this what you read? And this, uh, uh, you know, and it's the, and it's a very rigid, centralized form of thinking. You know, I feel like people who believe in hate speech want a central committee to determine what hate speech is. I mean, that's that is inevitably what has to happen. And the normal person who's like, yeah, people shouldn't say bad things to bad, you know, make people feel bad. They, you know, that's like a, um, that's pulling at your heartstrings, pulling at your emotions, right? But just think that through. What does it mean to then go around and make sure people are saying the words that don't hurt people? It means there has to be some kind of centralized authority, right? Or, or, or worse, you decentralize the, uh, sickness of trying to root out evil in words to everybody else which is kind of what's happening and then it turns into like a witch trial type of thing you know people start burning each other over words great great job everybody that's what you want that's what our leaders are hurtling us toward because they don't seem to care and they honestly don't even seem to know what they're doing i think i feel like there's got to be again normal curve right bell curve amongst the so-called elite and rich and powerful people of the world like the most the ones who control everything i'm sure there's a left side of the curve and a right side of the curve you know what i'm saying there's some fucking retards and some fucking geniuses in there you know and uh, the midwits and i feel like there's a few the ones on the extreme ends right they're probably making some moves probably see the writing on the wall they're probably trying to you know trying to get a little bit ahead of whatever this coming great reset everybody keeps talking about whatever the is it a giant financial crash is it a crash so big that it just resets the entire financial system which seems to be what they're implying reset doesn't say that's when you hit the you hit you know what happens when you reset the computer you everything stops it all has to restart. Restart. 
And for like me, that seems like that seems like I'm going to be fucked. I that sounds like I need to learn how to make human flesh taste like ham. You know, I need to get to learn to cook, cook, make some long pig. Like I got to really think about these things now. And that's I got to start shooting, learn how to shoot, learn how to shoot for game. Wild game which could just be like Homeless people? I don't know. I don't know. You're making me think of crazy. I mean, at this point, anything could happen. Fourth turning? Where am I going to be in all this? Who's that? <laughs> all right. Uh, <laughs> it's going to be fine. It's going to be fine. It's going to be fine. You know? Sure, it's going to get bad. Sure, not everyone you know is going to make it. But, you know, you're going to have some great stories at the end of this. There's going to be some good stories to tell. Some great stories about... Having to saw someone's pelvis open for the marrow or something. I don't know. I'm just spitballing here. Anyways, you know. Um, just watch out. There's no hate speech. Is this hate speech? Did my, is anybody out there get cannibalized partially? And is this bringing up feelings? This is a trigger warning. Should I have trigger warning to you about the cannibalism talk? Because that is a thing that could happen. I mean, I'm just making this up. I'm. It's not even written down. Made all that up. I guess, I mean, I didn't create the idea. It's, you know, I've read The Road and seen it. And it, yeah, anyways. Um, have you read The Road? <laughs> have you read it? Tell me, the find the hate speech in there. It's all lowercase. There's no punctuation. Find it. If I get, have some poor intern reading The Road, all of Cormac McCarthy's books, just trying to find the N-word. And, and you'll find them, but we just take it out of context and just show here's... You just like redact all the other words except the n-word and then just show have a video with music just uh accusatory techno i don't know <laughs> some kind of like oh condemning beats i don't know you know um i'd find very suspicious of um politics in in general but in bitcoin in particular a little suspicious of these progressive Bitcoiners. You know, they're coming in. People who believe in progressivism. But, okay, I mean, I'm trying to just, like, understand the... It seems to imply the use of the state, some of this stuff. And, you know, that's kind of my whole thing about the freedom and the speech and the free speech and, you know, you, the requirement of centralized committees to do good, right? Like, And so I feel like progressivism, socialism, it aims to do good, but... It uses an evil instrument, shall I say? I mean, perhaps, you know, perhaps there's, uh, and there's not to say the people are evil, right? Perhaps you can't help but become corrupt when you centralize power. I mean, maybe that's, perhaps that's just a fact of human nature. I Am I the first one to come up with this? Maybe. I. Hey, I just came up with, <laughs> I just came up with this crazy idea, dude. Power corrupts. And absolute uh, power corrupts almost like completely, almost everybody, completely, totally, all the way. I, that should be in a, a quote. That should be in Bartlett's quotations. That should be, I think nobody has said it better. Honestly, I don't think anybody has summed it up better than I just did about absolutely power. Absolutely powerful means 
the power is the most absolute you could ever have of any power, including less absolute power. You would be more absolute than that. Absolutely. And then that's, you know, boom. I just summed it up. You know what I'm saying? That's everything. That's everything everybody's been... That's like the unified field theory of politics, power dynamics, everything. Perhaps even sexuality. I've, I've done it. I am... This is like the Dianetics. The new Dianetics. I'm L. Ron... L. Roge Hubbard. L. Roge Hubbard. I'm a sea captain now. I will sing you a shanty and we'll go to the stars. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> I was talking about progressive Bitcoiners. This is what happens. This is what happens when the communists take over. Don't you understand? We're going to be forced to become cult leaders and sing sea shanties because that's the only place we'll be free. That's the only place we'll be allowed to say the words, the words we want to say that may make people feel bad. And that's maybe even why we want to say it because it's kind of funny. I don't know. It's kind of funny that people feel bad about words. That's It's a funny thing, even though, yeah. Has it happened to me? Yes. I just told you. Guys showed their dicks at me when I was a kid. And they would call me a gook at the same time, okay? It's like awful. Awful child. No amount of... Okay, you know, listen. We don't have to really get into it, do I? I mean, I went to public school. Do you understand? I went to public school. I, I did comedy. It's 10 years. I've heard it all. Heard it all. Why do I say 10? It's 11, isn't it? Yeah, it is 11 now. I've heard it. You don't think I've heard it. I mean, and, and what am I going to... Cry? Cry about it. Cry. What has anybody said that I, I haven't heard? And what? Can, and how, why should I even care? I, th- I mean, you know, my dad called me a loser in my face, like before he ran off with his sixth wife to Texas before the pandemic. Chinese woman. I think he was tipped off. Anyways. Anyways. I. You know what? You just gotta. You gotta deal with it. You gotta deal with the hand you're dealt. I'm a terrible poker player. Shout out to the Andes. And whoever may be listening from that game, shout out. Brian, you might be listening. Hey, shout out to you guys. Shout out to all you. Took my money. (laughs) Took my money. But I learned an important lesson, which is I should just not gamble ever. Don't gamble. There you go. It's a great lesson. Yeah? That's why I don't, you know, I'm not trying to be a trader. I'm not trying to gamble in shit coins. I mean, again, I'm not going to lie. I have in the past. But it's just not a, and I understand the fun of buying a lottery ticket, fun of, I'll buy a Shiba Inu, uh, I'll buy some chain link, or I don't know, I, I don't, I can't keep, I can't keep up, honestly, I just can't keep up anymore, and I just don't care, so I just, just all goes into, you know, sats, stacking sats, and just keep it to one thing, make it simple. Keep it simple, stupid. Keep it simple, stupid. Bitcoin is free, dumb dumb. Bitcoin is freedom. Bitcoin is free, dumb dumb. All right. Um. Ah, uh, yes. Anyways, um, I guess we could round the bend. Uh, honk honk. You know, Canadian truckers, yay. Sure, part of me feels like, ah, it's going to come and go. I don't know. I feel like even, you know, Bitcoiners have raised a bunch of Bitcoin for them, and I'm sure they all mean well. Everybody means well. Everybody's, their hearts are pouring out to them and pouring their sats, and they're pouring that, but 
I just remain suspicious of all these kind of things. And not to say I'm not accusing anybody. I'm not saying Greg Foss is personally going to steal all the Bitcoin. Uh, uh, I, uh, I, uh, you know, uh, not your keys, not your cheese. Uh, okay, buddy. Uh, I, uh, I said I uh, would take your Bitcoin. I didn't. Uh, I never said I would uh, give it to the uh, trucker. I never said that. And uh, you know, I, you want to fight me? I'll fight you, Bucko. I'll fight. And then Jordan Peterson comes in. Like, I I think it's uh, up to everybody's responsibility. It's your responsibility as a man to make sure that the keys are secured, you know, or else everything falls into chaos, which is the feminine aspect, uh, as far as I can tell, or at least according to the ancient Sumerian text, where Tiamat, Tiamat, the goddess of chaos, will make sure that you lose your keys. And, and to entropy, you have to use uh, real dice, uh, as, as, you know, as, as at least as far as I can tell. Any, um, anyways, uh, yeah, so all the Canadians, uh, getting together, really just getting in there and making sure that um, the truckers may or may not be getting that money. I don't know. I mean, they. I think I'm sure they'll all be fine. But I'll, you know, but it does seem like the tide is turning. Yeah, you know, like that's pretty fucking some stuff up. We do when the truckers start. Well, the truckers really gives the World Economic Forum. Uh, Kicking the pants to start that automation, huh? We gotta automate the. We should have automated the trucks before trying to shut everything down. We gotta do it again. We're gonna practice the old waves of terror that most authoritarian regimes do. We're gonna pull back. We're gonna pull back. We're gonna do a 180. Everybody on Lee Leanna Wen, fucking Paige Shill for seems like everybody uh, is now saying, you know, to you, uh, the the science has changed, and now we know that you know we need to mask and. You know, we don't need to do, uh, you know, the, and it may cause more harm than good. I mean, it's like, holy shit, the same lady who is like, you got to start using carrots and sticks and take people's freedoms away and all that stuff. You know, like the same lady is like, we got to mask all the kids and vaccinate them. We got to do the same lady, same person. Interesting. Eric Feigl Ding. <laughs> I hate these, these weird, like Chinese, these chinfluencers. That's <laughs> <laughs> these weird doctor Chinese influencers, Chinese doctor influencers who are like telling, make scaring the shit out of everybody of the virus and they seem all credible and stuff because they're doctors, but come on. They just seem to be propagandists and very good actors, appealing to emotion. That's really the big giveaway to me is when you look at their tweets, you look at their statements, you look at their appeals, it always has to do with emotion. It always has to do with children and long COVID, the threat of long COVID, you could get it. And what if you get it forever? And then the people, and oh no, and I know someone who suffered and I'm, a, you know, and then you talk to the Nazi side, the side that's supposed to be the death cult. And you're like, hey, look at this chart. Look at this chart. Look at these numbers. Look at how this geographic area didn't institute these protocols, like the mask mandate and the vaccine mandate, and this one did, and how the numbers pretty much follow the same curve, almost as if there's some kind of seasonality to it. Seasona seasonality? I don't know. Um, you know, things like that. Little things like that. Uh, not to say that I don't stand with uh you know any kind of working class revolt any kind of revolt in general even if you're revolting you know what if you're just just plain revolting i'm with it man you do you you do be disgusting 
whatever it is. I learned about a, a guy that is the most disgusting man on earth is a man in Iran who has not bathed in 62 years, and he smokes a, a pipe of shit. He smokes shit in a pipe, dung, animal dung in a pipe. He smokes it, and he's happy. His pig is a pig in zen. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's he's not a it's like he's not worried about washing his hands and sanitizing. And he's fine. He hasn't gotten COVID. He's fine. He's probably the most healthy. The next COVID's probably come from him. He's probably the next bat. Someone will eat him, and somebody grosser than him will eat him, and then the whole thing will start again. All right. But this time we know. We know, we should know, that freedom is paramount. Yeah? Don't give up your safety for, for, for freedom, you fucking asshole. Are you kidding? That's what this whole thing is about. It's about freedom, dumb. Free, dumb, dumb. Bitcoin is free, dumb, dumb. All right. Thank you very much for listening to the Rojan Kimcast. This has been episode 265. I think I'll call it Bitcoin is free, dumb, dumb. And, uh, you know... Hey, if you want to support those truckers, honk, send them their sats. Uh, yeah, you know, do it, man. Sure, do it. I don't do it. Do it, man. Do it. I don't. You want to support a progressive Bitcoiner running for office? Do it, man. Don't do it. Uh, don't do it. Don't do it. The state doesn't like you. The state, uh, freedom, decentralized, uh, will. It's a lot, very confusing, you know? Very confusing. A lot of feelings involved. But I think, you know, individuality, freedom, sovereignty, you know? That's what it's all about. Don't let these people tell you what to do. You do what you want to do and follow the rules because you want to follow them. I'm not taking this booster because you told me to. I'm taking it because I want to. Yeah, that's the attitude. Um, okay. <laughs> all right. Well, thank you very much again for listening. Uh, please, you know, find me on the... Um, I'm on Anchor. I'm on Spotify. I'm on all the major platforms. Subscribe, like, and all that. Follow me on Twitter, at Rosie Kim. Thank you very much. And goodbye.